Hi, friends. Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Sophie, and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Addison, and I'm the other co-host. Um, we just did so much planning for the summer. I'm really excited. We're going to tell you about it next week. It's going to be awesome, but it's heavy on my mind right now because we just literally, literally for almost an hour, we sat yeah. here and planned which like a is good big for us minutes <laughs> like a good solid okay. 45 minutes but what's really funny is like half the time we just couldn't figure out how to work dates at least i yeah. got it <laughs> yeah we were like uh is that is that wait how do you is it 14 days or seven days in between and we're like the ninth that wait no now it's the 15th I'm wait, which day is tuesday how many weeks are in august it was like actually so chaotic no sometimes but i forget like i'll just forget i'll be like uh tuesday like i post on post the podcast on tuesday like i'll go to post it on or like schedule it on our platform and i'm like what day does this come out like you're like wednesday uh, saturday <laughs> yeah i don't like now that i'm sitting here thinking about it i have no idea how we ended up releasing episodes on tuesdays i think it went back to sophomore sophie and addy who were like tuesdays are our light day next year for junior year <laughs> high school so yeah. this will be good and Which, we never changed it. It just stuck. And I don't think it will ever change. Tuesdays TBH. are a good day, though. I love, I like Tuesdays because, you know, you've gotten past the Monday. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Hump day's coming. Tuesday's yeah. just kind of like, you need something to help you get through. And that's, and that's what here. this podcast is for you. <laughs> we're here to help. <laughs> we're so happy to provide. Yeah, it's like, gosh, Monday was so hard. It's like not even Wednesday yet. But there's a new episode at least i get to listen to the podcast at least i get to listen there i have made this friend in college who i know for a fact will be listening to this episode abby claybrook i love you she has never told me this herself i mean i guess things could have changed since the last time i heard about this but macy the other day my other good friend sent me a photo that abby sent her basically it was just abby like literally seven o'clock tuesday morning listening to this podcast and i was like and they're released Dead. at 6 30 and it, yeah like 30 minutes after it's released and i'm like i feel so loved so seen so cared for i'm just she's like yeah like every day when i walk to class on tuesday mornings i listen to it and i'm like Aww. you're the kindest person i've ever met in my entire life but that's a tuesday goodie for you i guess yes yesterday i saw this reel and it was like guys the the five the first five days between or no, it was like, guys, the first five days after Sunday are always the hardest. And so it, true. It really just got me. That has nothing to do with anything. But Friday, but wait, that included Friday, though. Friday's a good day. Friday is a good day. I would say the first four days, you know? My mind disconnected. Oh, man. Oh, it's still just, dis- okay, I think it's back now. She's back. She's back. Praise that's, God. That's the Lord saying it's time. <laughs> it's time to get started. And on that note, let us start guys today we're talking about relative righteousness hey Addie, and- at least oh. my mic didn't disconnect so true <laughs> so true at least. hey are you like comparing yourself to me right now that's kind of holier than now of you which is on topic of relative righteousness great transition so i appreciate it um that was funny so this concept of relative righteousness has been like heavy on my heart recently probably because my pastor brings it up like almost every week and I've like wanted to make an episode about this for a long time um but just like we planned three months in advance so didn't have it in our schedule yet and now here we are and I'm really excited about it but to define relative righteousness essentially very similar to what Sophie just did 
is it goes right along with the idea of comparison that we talked about last week of just like comparing your standard of righteousness and it's being based off of other people's righteousness. So essentially like, let's say it's me and Sophie and I'm like, okay, like I'm more righteous than Sophie. Like I'm better than Sophie because at least I don't do this. Or like, let's say Sophie has a really bad gambling addiction. Like she is hitting the slot machines. You know me guys. (laughs) Like going crazy gambling. Okay. And it's like, oh, well, like at least I don't gamble like Sophie does. And like that kind of thing and like boosting yourself and like bolstering yourself and your own ego and your own pride issues and like having this like concept of relative righteousness of like Sophie's left less righteous than I because of this where it's like in total reality like the only standard of righteousness should be Christ because we are unrighteous without him and like I have no righteousness in me. There is no good in Addison Wimbish other than Christ and like if we are going to use this concept of relative righteousness, then like our bar should like actually be on the ground because we have no righteousness. Like we, we are so empty and so like worth nothing apart from Christ. And like, when we use this, it creates this like very like graceless culture and society that I think we see a lot of now in 2023. I think like cancel culture is a very good example of relative righteousness of like, oh, well, like, we're all better than them because they said that one thing on Twitter seven years ago and now it's resurfaced and that kind of thing. And it's like, let's just get rid of them. Let's just cancel them from society and that kind of thing. Um, And I'm not saying, like, don't use discernment because absolutely use discernment, but, like, where in the Bible have we ever been called to judge anybody? Absolutely nowhere. Like, we serve the great judge, the only judge, really, the only judge that has, like, full authority and full righteousness and justice in ways that, like, we cannot even comprehend, like, and he is the only one that should be able to, like, look at us and be like, she's righteous, she's unrighteous, like, we are all unrighteous, though. You know what I mean? I don't know if I explained that well. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I think when Addie was, like, explaining this word to me, I was like, not really sure what you mean, but then when she explained it, I was like, yeah, I feel like that this is something, like, you gave a name to something that is very prevalent I think especially for maybe this is just me thing but for someone who's grown up going to church and has grown up like hearing like this is bad this is good I feel like maybe this is me thing but I feel like in my mind I like have this concept of like oh well that's worse than this um like oh well that's just gossip that is worse you know um and when in reality I think that's one like comparison which we talked about last week which isn't good it's not awesome um but then also like what Addy was saying we're all like on an equal playing field we're all undeserving of grace and the Lord has gifted us all grace and so it doesn't like that doesn't change anything that doesn't change per person but that also goes with sin comparing sin isn't fruitful like that's not going to lead to anything that's not going to lead to repentance or anything like that and I think it's like a way, like Addie was saying, to like bolster ourselves up. Oh, big word. Like to boost ourselves and just to lead to further division because if you're comparing yourself and like your sin to someone else, like that's just going to cause division between you two. And that's not going to lead to community. That's not going to lead to building each other up. It's just tearing each other down even more, like we talked about last week with comparison. And I think it's like another way to compare and another way to drive division because like if you're confessing your sins to one another and then you're like both comparing each other to each other, like that's not 
that's not going to get you anywhere. That's kind of, that kind of just leaves you both stuck. And so I think it's really important to not do that. And I think for me, when I was first hearing this, it was like, oh yeah, I think that's just really prevalent when you, I think it can be prevalent for anyone. But for me, I was like, man, I feel like this is prevalent because I feel like I've been in church for a while. So like maybe this is just a tendency that I have. I don't know. What do you think, Addie? Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that like we often associate different weights of different sins. And that is like genuinely one of the most detrimental things that we can do. A, for our pride issues of like, oh, well, like if I'm not watching porn and masturbating, then I'm not committing sexual immorality. And like, that's just not true. Or like vice versa of like, oh, if I'm not having sex, then like all the other things I'm doing is not sexual immorality and that kind of thing. But it's like, that is just like simply, like I said, untrue. Um, And like things along those lines of like, oh, well, like, yeah, I lie to my mom or like I get drunk on the weekends and like don't treat my body as a temple, but like I'm not lesbian or I'm not gay. Like these different things that it's like, these are sin. Like both of these nailed Jesus to the cross. Like Jesus didn't just die for those who are like committing homosexuality or Jesus didn't just die for those who are like barely just lying to their parents. Like he died for every single one of us and every single one of those sins is what put him on the cross. Not just one of them, not just the really, really bad ones or just the really, really light ones. Like every single one of them is what like pushed that nail through his hand. Um, and I think like absolutely what you're saying, Sophie, of just like a hundred percent do we like comparisons a hundred percent. Like I am guilty of that. I know like almost everybody that I know is guilty of that. And it's like, okay, like Lord, open my eyes to see these people, how you see them. Like give me eyes to see your people, how you do and how much you care and love each and every single one of us. And like how much you despise our sin. Like we cannot even fathom how harmful and how painful it is for him to be separated from his people because of sin. Like it's absolutely devastating. I think a great scripture that highlights this concept really, really well is in Luke 19 verses 11 through 27. It's the parable of the 10 minas, um, which I think translates to pounds in some translations, which is just essentially money. Um, If you're not British, which I'm not. But anyways, point being, it goes through this parable in which essentially, actually, I'm just going to read it because it's easier than me summarizing and being heretical and whatnot. Um, verse 11 it says as they heard these things he proceeded to tell a parable because he was near to jerusalem and because they supposed that the kingdom of god was to appear immediately he said therefore a nobleman went into the far country to receive himself a kingdom and then return calling 10 of his servants he gave them 10 minas and said to them engage in business until i come but his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him saying we do not want this man to reign over us and when he returned having received to the kingdom he ordered these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him that he might know what they had gained by doing business the first came before him saying lord your mina has made 10 minas more and he said to him well done good and faithful servant because you have been faithful and very little you shall have authority over 10 cities and the second came saying lord your mina has made five minas and he said to him and you are to be over five cities. Then it came, oh, then another came saying, Lord, here's your mina for which I have laid away in a handkerchief for I was afraid of you because you are a severe man and you take what you did not deposit and reap what you did not sow. And he said to him, I will condemn you with your own words, you wicked servant. You knew that I was a severe man taking what I did not deposit or reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank and at my coming, I might've collected it with interest. 
And he said to those who stood by, take the mina from him and give it to him, to the one who has tin mina. And they said to him, Lord, he has tin minas. I tell you that to everyone who has more will be given, but from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. But as for these enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and bring them here and slaughter them before me, essentially these like three servants were put in charge of this mina, this man, this man's money essentially. And he said, go and invest. And while this man is severe and harsh and has hate in his heart and all of these things, one feared him and the other two invested and did what was right and what was obedient. Um, I'm like a hundred percent confident this other servant really thought he was doing the right thing. Like you can see it in his plead with this man of like, you were harsh and you were severe. And like, I was doing it out of fear. Like he was comparing like very, very evidently like what this man's character was and like with his own relative righteousness in sense of like, okay, well like I'm doing what is right because this man is severe and like is harsh and therefore like what I'm doing because of this guy's character this makes mine justified and this makes it okay whereas like that wasn't obedient like that man asked him to go and invest and do business with his money and instead he was a disobedient like servant essentially um I don't think I explained that super well but for the most part hopefully you can get does that make sense yeah I think that's a, a great parable and I think it really ties into what we're talking about like I think about when Jesus calls us like not to judge others. I'm always, I always like don't really think about relative righteousness as like me judging others, but just like validating myself or like justifying myself and my sin instead of like, oh, I'm judging that person and I'm like being prideful at the same time. It's like a little double whammy, you know? And I think like as much as it is like judgment judgmental towards others it's also like detrimental to yourself a little like rhyme there that didn't rhyme but you get what I'm saying like um whenever you do that like you're really just like not really helping yourself uh and what I mean by is it's like what Addie was saying like if Addie's comparing like oh well at least I don't gamble like Sophie like then that's like detrimental to her because she's kind of like being blinded by her own sin in that way think about like um don't take like the splinter out of someone else's eye before you take the log out of your own eye it's like um if you're just like looking at other people's sin and comparing it to your own sin and I don't think you're like seeing your own sin clearly and the fact that it's like my sin is serious other people's sin is also serious um but like comparing it like I said isn't gonna get us anywhere and it's it's honestly just like down I'm trying and when I do this I'm trying to downplay my own sin I'm trying to like justify my actions when instead it's like okay let's own our actions and let's move forward and let's repent and so those are my thoughts yeah it's like I'm just ignoring my conviction because I'm worried about somebody else's like that kind of thing um which is just not obedient like truly like Sophie's saying that just like doesn't fix anything comparing your sin to other people's and like having this like oh well I'm holier than thou situation like that is not a solution to the fact that we are like sick with sin and like living in death when we're living in sin um but like there is a solution to that and that is jesus and he died on the cross so that he could bear that weight and like is the standard of righteousness that we should be comparing to and like because of jesus's death on the cross 
when the father looks at us, he sees his son and he sees that standard of righteousness. But that's only if we believe and confess with our mouth that he is Lord and Savior over our lives. And like, I think that's just a really sweet truth and like so beautiful that we are so undeserving of. But that's all my thoughts. If you want to pray us out, so that's about it. Yeah, of course. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord, I thank you for today. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about you and to talk about um, the grace that you've given us. I thank you that um, you did send your son as the perfect sacrifice to die for all sins, um, that you didn't just pick and choose, but you died for all sins and for all people. And I thank you for that truth. And I pray that that truth would um, lead us and guide us this week. Um, I pray that we would stop looking um, to the sins of others and we would um, do some inward reflection and repenting and that we would fix our eyes on you um, and that you would just come in our lives and help us fight sin that we wouldn't um, just be passive but we would be in the battle and that we would fight sin this week in our own lives and that we would encourage and lift one another up as we fight together we love you we love you and we praise you in jesus name i pray amen amen Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We love you guys a lot. We care about y'all. We want to hear from y'all. If y'all have anything that you want to talk about, our hearts are in it on Instagram is our handle. We'd love to hear from you guys. Feel free to DM us, talk to us, do whatever the heck you want. Um, But leave a rating or review if you'd like. And I think that's about it. Thank you guys so much for listening and let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week. Bye.